Can't get enough BYU football? Listen to Cougar Nation. Mitch Harper takes your calls Monday nights from 6 to 7 on KSL News Radio. Podcast at KSLNewsRadio.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is first and 12, Alex Keery, Mitch Harper. Thanks for being with us. Our program, of course, airs every Sunday, 10 to noon, right here on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone 97.5. But also, you can download the podcast. Why don't you just do yourself a favor? Uh, do what everybody does. The kids do it these days, Mitch. They they listen to podcasts. That's how they that's how they stay up to date on sports and also just on anything else. It's, it has anything to do with anything on the planet. That's how you can uh, dial in and listen. So download the podcast first and twelve every week. It's all brought to you by Macy's. Happy shopping, Mitch. BYU versus Texas. You're of course down there in Austin. You're still down there in Austin. Uh, happy travels today back. Uh, by the way, but. Uh, the loss, 35-6, to six, could be a little bit – I don't want to be that guy that goes, yeah, the score made it look like it was worse than it really was, but that's the case. Uh, you and I both, we try not to go too far into anything before we actually get to talk about this on the program, but I thought Jay Hill's defense did a phenomenal job of holding off a very, very good Texas team all day. I think uh, it was a massive – victory at those goal lines to to beat them on those fourth on those fourth and shorts and on fourth and goal I think on one of them fourth and one they could have still converted a first down I mean BYU was penetrating into the backfield they had I think seven TFLs and a sack they were ready at the at the line of scrimmage for Texas you can't say the same thing about the offense they just looked horrendous today or offense yesterday. was bad once again. I mean, yeah. offense let BYU down again, and they go on the road and come into Texas, and it was just a no-show. And didn't help matters that L.J. Martin was out, and he's dealing with an injury. And it's interesting, you know, last week, you know, when asked about L.J. Martin in the post game, Kalani kind of downplayed it and didn't think it was much of anything, and that's why Aiden Robbins closed out the game. Well, clearly it was something as, as he was – he's now dealing with an injury, and he's – and he's out. He did go through warm-ups, but still, he would not have changed yeah. the outcome. BYU's offense has some serious issues. And, you know, they, they showed some moments where they were a little bit more aggressive going for it on fourth down. But there was just never any threat for Texas. And I think that was one of the reasons why Steve Sarkeesian wanted Malik Murphy in that offense to go for it on fourth and twos. Even though they were up by 15 at 21-6, to you felt like go for the field goal and it's going to be a three-possession game. He just knew that BYU's offense was not a threat to go 98 yards, so might as well go for it and give Malik Murphy and that young offense uh, some confidence they couldn't do. And credit to the BYU defense for stepping up and trying to show up and give the offense a chance. The takeaway from Crew Wakely, the the. Force fumble from Zay Banya, who showed up. I mean, we were we were talking on your show, JJ and Alex, on on Friday, and you know that was a guy that said, "Got to show up," and he right. did. And you know, I think BYU defensively can build on f- of what they did, but offensively, there's a lot of questions and not enough answers. And and you're now heading into the final month of the season where you feel like, what do you turn to at this offense? Because I don't think they feel like there's anything that of confidence right now heading into the final month. Yeah, and I think that the re- the reality has hit too that five and three is you know that's that's an okay record right now, but looming are four really really tough games that I mean bottom line you're not going to be favored in a one of those Mitch I don't know you tell me I don't think that they're going to be favored in any of these games the rest of the way I think the only Big Twelve game they were favored in 
was that Cincinnati game, and it was, what, a minus one, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Cincinnati has turned out not to be very good. I mean, it's going to be – they're going to be scratching and crawling for that sixth win, dude. Like, I can't – I don't know if BYU fans – I don't know if their hearts can take it, man, because it, it really – to get to five and two and honestly be looking at the rest of the schedule and go – I don't know how you're going to score enough points to be able to get to the spot where you can win a dang football game, even if you're at home. So it was wild, too. I, I will, you know, what, what was it, a nine-minute? Was it a nine-minute uh, drive in the third quarter? And yes. I thought, this is very interesting because BYU hasn't done this all year, and they're doing it in Austin? Like, this is it seems strange. Something got figured out a little bit, at least with the run game in the second half. I don't know if they decided, hey, they're doing X, and so let's do Y. Uh, there was a, more of a push in the second half, and I, and you know they were, I think before uh, a cup, I think before the two sacks in the second half, it ended up being, you know they got under the hundred yard mark overall, but I think they were at 108 total rushing before they got back under again with those sacks, which is just demoralizing. But they ran the ball a little bit more effectively than they have against other teams. No matter though, uh, the biggest the biggest thing again, I mean my heavens, third downs, two for 13 on the day. They don't even crack 300 yards again. I mean, they have a hard time getting to 300 yards a game, Mitch. And at this point, this is your identity until we see otherwise. BYU's offense is just abysmal, and it's so embarrassing, I think, to have guys like Isaac Rex or Chase Roberts or Darius Lasseter, who had a nice game yesterday. Uh, I, you know, you have all these dudes making that you can make plays for you. A massive back in Aiden Robbins, a flashy new guy, freshman in L.J. Martin, uh, a, a veteran quarterback who's got over 11,000 yards passing, and you can't scrum together 300 yards on a weekly basis. And you scored six points again uh, yesterday, and it just doesn't help your total. You're going to be you're on your you're already well on your way to be at the very bottom of the conference in terms of the offense, but it's really the bottom of the country. And, and that's, I mean, that's a head-scratcher. And Kalani said it yesterday, and we'll hear a little bit of it, ne- uh, you know, next on his comments. But when he said, you know, that's my buddy who's running the offense over there. I trust him. He was an old teammate of mine. Uh, it's starting to get real shaky, I think, for folks and Aaron Roderick. It is. And, and Roderick does, deserves a lot of the blame, I think, right now. And, and you can also point some of the blame on, on Keaton Slovis, too. You know, should BYU have – have maybe just went with Jake Gretz left to get a look. I think that with this game, Slovis gets a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because of the opponent. But I'm telling you, Alex, if these struggles continue against West Virginia, who we we know following this league week in week out has been pretty solid this week, but or this season. But if they, but they're no Texas in terms of talent. So no, no, no. you got to perform. And now the you're getting to the threshold too, where hey, four games for Jake Gretz left. You can play him, and it's not going to hurt his eligibility. So, he Keith Slovis is on notice too because the month of October was not pretty. He had three games; none of those games he ended up over 200 yards. So that has to improve the passing game, and it doesn't help matters when at the last you know five minutes or so of the game, Chase Roberts is being uh, examined by trainers I with know. a left hamstring, and it's just things are mounting up for BYU's offense. It's not going well. But the good thing is. As we talked about, the defense, I feel confident that they're a group that's going to at least get you two takeaways a game. And they did that yesterday, and I feel like they're going to continue to be an opportunistic group. Jay Hill has done a, an outstanding job 
with this defense. You look at some of the stats, too. You know, 6 of 11 on third downs for Texas. You want to improve that number. But still, still, I feel like there's a feeling of playmakers are emerging on the defense and they can make big-time plays, which was something that wasn't happening the past few years. And and I thought they they rose the occasion in stretches against a Texas program that you would think would just maul BYU in the trenches. And that wasn't the case. And I feel like that's something you can definitely build on. You tell me, but I watched... Atunaisamahe have a really good game. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was penetrating. He was he was getting off the ball, and it was like he knew, like, I got to show up. I got to get some penetration into the backfield here. And the whole D-line, I think, did a pretty darn good job. And it wasn't even just mixing up, you know, creative stunts or anything like that. They were beating their guys, Mitch. It was It was really good. I do have to nitpick. I think one really underrated bad moment of the game for BYU that – that, you know, you look back and go, coulda, woulda, shoulda, was on Crew Wakeley's interception uh, when he gets down. I don't know where he ended up. I think it was at the 10. And when that flag came out, it was at the Texas 10. And you know where I'm going with this, but the Max Tooley illegal block, the the crack block uh, during the return, which was unnecessary because it was behind the play. I think he just is an aggressor, you know, like he, he just wants to get after dudes. Uh, it ended up putting BYU at their own 45, which was a death sentence. You know, I mean, yeah. especially knowing where that offense was. So then you just so then it became a you know the defense gets demoralized. You turn over the ball, uh, and your offense isn't going to move. You stop a fourth and goal, and you're going to be punting from the end zone in two and a half minutes. Right? I mean, that's that's demoralizing when you look up and it's 95 degrees on the sideline. You look up and you see. Ryan Rico already punting in your own end zone where you just stopped the offense of Texas and you go, oh, my gosh, we got to go back out there again, like immediately, you know. So those are th- that, was, that was a play that was a positive and a, ne- and a huge negative all rep- wrapped up in one. Uh, it, was just, it, was just, it was a killer, and, and I think it was underrated in the moment because you're like, oh, nice takeaway for BYU. Oh, bummer, they're throwing 45. I remember looking and going, they're not moving anywhere past midfield. It's so true, and I think another other underrated thing from the game, Alex, that it's not a huge storyline, but it was just subtle when every yard mattered was the return game decisions. Keelan Marion, oh Parker gosh. Kingston. Kick Why? returns and punt returns. They were returning the ball basically at, at the goal line. It's like, guys, you can just fair catch it, and you're going to go back to the 25. They yeah. would return it, and then they're starting at the 15. Decisions like that were just so costly for BYU in a game where you, those 10 yards are critical. It yeah. seems minimal, but it, it was just a, a big deal for BYU, and they got to get better from that. And, you know, you'll, you'll hear from Kalani Satake coming up next. We've got to take a break. First and 12 brought to you by Macy's Grocery Store. Get the freshest fruits and vegetables from local farms and your favorite local brands. Macy's Happy Shopping. How does Kalani react to this loss to Texas 35-6? to You'll hear from the head man next. It's First and 12 here on KSL News Radio and the KSL Sports Zone.